Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we are delighted to be joined by Phoebe Green, who releases her new album, Lucky Me, on August the 19th. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you and uh, whereabouts are you joining us from? I am very well, thank you. I'm at my parents' house in Lytham. <laughs> it's nice. It's cool. nice to be by the sea. What was that, sorry? It's nice to be by the sea. Yeah, oh, very nice. Um, <laughs> so, the new album out on August the 19th, Lucky Me. Um, this record has been uh, sort of quite a long time in the making, hasn't it, really? It's been, you know, you've been making and releasing music for quite a few years now and mm-hmm. released a number of singles and EPs. Um, when did you kind of start work on this record and make the decision that you were going to actually make a full-length record and kind of presumably write a new batch of songs for it because it feels very much like it is a new collection of songs as opposed to like a collection of bits from you know things that maybe didn't make previous eps or mm-hmm. whatever it feels like a little bit of a a fresh start or a clean slate if you like i was wondering if you can tell us a bit about when you decided to start work on this one yeah for sure i think i was actually gearing up to it for way longer than it actually took to make the album like mm. i think I was planning on making an album from as soon as I released my EP, I think in like 2019, I can't remember. But after that, I was like, right, I want to make an album now. But the songs just didn't come. Like, I I don't think I was experiencing anything that was kind of evocative enough for me to want to write about it. And I think like because of lockdown and all that, I just didn't. I wasn't very inspired and then it got to this time last year actually um and I met up with my friend Dave McCracken who I wrote a lot of the album with um and I just said like I I'm so stuck like I have nothing I don't know what I don't know what to write about and he Mm. said well you'll probably you'll have more to write about than you actually realize you're probably just letting not letting yourself feel anything and I was like that is so true and I think I just wasn't in a space where I was ready to actually process anything or really delve into the way I was feeling um and then yeah I think as soon as he said that I was like wow I really need to just go inward rather than keep looking for external inspiration and I think that's when it started and the album was done by like Sorry, that's my mum in the garden. Um, right. <laughs> I think the album was done by like January. That's so we quick. did it. It was written in probably like two months. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just came so quickly. So how did that, that, that process start then? You know, once you'd sort of had that moment of, you know, you know, finding a bit of inspiration, deciding to change tack a little bit. And you said you kind of worked with uh, Dave on some of those songs as well. Mm-hmm. Um what kind of form did those writing sessions take, if you like? Did you kind of sit down together in a room? Was it kind of bouncing ideas back and forth remotely? How did you go about kind of fleshing out the like the first few ideas that you had for, for the songs on this album? I think because we have like a very close friend relationship, we tend to just talk and catch up and I'll just fill him in on like various things and then he'll be like, we should definitely write about this. And then... I will will go into a room. He'll be like, right, I'll just like, tell me what kind of sound you want. And I was like, well, I think for this subject, I want it to 
sound like hopeful or I want it to sound really miserable or yeah. <laughs> like I want it to sound quite like beat heavy. And he'll be like, right, I'll create a vibe. I'll create a vibe. And he'll like mm. make a beat and then kind of a sort of atmosphere. And then I will just write all of the lyrics and kind of have a vague melody as I'm writing them. And then within like an hour, <laughs> put the two yeah. together and we're like, sick, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how it works. And then we'll just keep work, like refining it throughout the day. And then by the end of the day, like we tend to have a song yeah in like his best form Amazing. it is insane <laughs> I mean, had you worked with him previously on any of the other I, eps or, or singles i think when i was like not on anything that's been released we we met when i was about 19 i'm 24 now so that's like six years ago five six years ago um and we yeah we did a writing session in his studio and we did this song and i think i just wasn't ready to release anything but we still love that song mm. um i think it just wasn't like a single yeah. but yeah after that we kind of just i don't know i think i got very in my head about writing sessions and didn't want to collaborate like i just became very closed off because i was just starting out and i was like oh if i collaborate it means i'm not good enough to do it on my own and like that was such a rigid mindset that i was in yeah. and then i think now that I've come to realize like I can still very much write the song myself. Like the subject can be completely mine. Like the lyrics can be completely mine, but I'm not a very good producer and I don't have that much instrumental knowledge. So like the songs aren't going to be as good if I'm that precious about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the, the previous stuff that you had released, so was that all kind of entirely solo stuff you know like completely written by you or did you have any other partners that you were working with at the time um let me think about what i've actually released <laughs> um, <laughs> dreaming of the first single that i properly released like with chess club once i signed mm. um was completely me it was produced by alex and tom who've done the album and most i think all of the singles i've released um, and then I collaborated with Juliet from the Big Moon on Reinvent and Easy Peeler. Mm. And then all the rest of the songs I did myself until it came to the album. Okay. And yeah. It's, you know, it, uh, there's a clear, um, sort of, you know, it does feel like there's a very clear, I don't know, kind of, uh, at least sonically, quite a different feel to the tracks on this album to everything mm -hmm. for obviously you know you've been working with dave as well so that would have had had an impact um yeah. as well but i was wondering if you were kind of you know actively thinking about approach you know when you started working on this album you were thinking sounds like you were thinking slightly differently about the way you were writing as well did you mm -hmm. see this as a bit of a I don't know, like a like a sort of creative rebirth or something like that. If you like, did it feel like an, a, a new start? Because the, the, there is a real difference in the in the in the sound and the tone of those uh, songs. You know, I remember, I think the first thing I heard by you was Easy Peeler, and it did have mm -hmm. that kind of sort of yeah, like kind of indie guitar based mm -hmm. sort of you know rock feel to it. And and yeah. there have obviously been tracks since then that have been a bit more electronic and. Uh, you know, sort of beat-driven. Um, mm -hmm. How much did you think about that stuff when you started writing this new album? Was it like, I want to kind of not, you know, ditch the guitars or anything mm -hmm. like that, but I'm going for something completely new? How much was that thought about before you started? I think I don't... 
I don't remember making a conscious decision, but when I started writing demos and stuff in lockdown, when like I wasn't with my band and I wasn't working with anyone, I was just like, I, I don't really like playing guitar. Like mm. I don't, I'm not that good at it and I don't have the patience to practice. So I just, yeah, didn't want to do it. So I started doing my demos um, just on logic, like finding a beat loop and then doing like basic chords on like, not even on a real keyboard, on like the actual computer keys yeah. <laughs> doing that. And then I think because... I didn't have kind of the the presence of so many instruments that I had to bear in mind. I was way more focused on what I had to say and how I wanted it to sound. And so then when I started to work with Dave again, I was like, well, I think I enjoyed the space and I liked the way that that kind of makes the listener focus on what I'm saying more. Um, and I think because I definitely grew into myself over that period and just became way more like self-assured I just yeah I just wanted the the lyric and the vocal to be the most prominent part of a track so yeah yeah I think like the beats and um the more kind of I feel like the instrumentation on this album very much complements either the mood of this of the song or exactly what I am saying, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, did, does it feel like? Do, do you feel like you've sort of grown in confidence as a songwriter with this record, and kind of almost conversely by working a little bit more collaboratively, collaboratively with someone that that has that has almost brought out greater strengths within you than kind of trying to be like, no, I'm doing this. This is my thing. I'm doing it all on my own. Is it, it kind of almost had a, the opposite effect of making you feel even more confident in what you can do? with your songwriting by by bringing in another influence yeah definitely I think the reason half the reason that I didn't enjoy co-writing previously and it wasn't anything to do with the people I was working with I just was so unboundaried like as a person that I found it so hard to say if I didn't like something and so I think me just growing up and having more conviction and more of an idea of what I actually want to sound like makes it so much easier for me to be like, I don't like this, but can we try this? And like, I am just way more present when I am with like working with a collaborator now because yeah, I think I just know what I want. Yeah. Great. And when did you, when did you first start writing songs? Well, well, can you remember the point when you first kind of picked up an instrument or sat down with a pen and paper or whatever and, and started actually going like, I'm, this is my thing. Do you remember having that first moment of, of, of writing music? Yeah, definitely. Do. I like, I think like, obviously it wasn't serious, but when I was like 12, I feel like I've said this like in an interview before, but like I was on my computer. I spent all the time on um, the family computer and I was like, right, I'm going to write a song and I'm going to record it on the computer webcam. And then, <laughs> minimize the screen and play it to my dad and ask him if he likes this new artist (laughs) (laughs) and it was like so painfully obvious that it was a child like singing this weird melody and these strange words play it to my dad i don't think he like i'm gonna ask him later if he remembers but i don't think he will but i like even recorded two separate videos so there was like a 
counter like <laughs> like question and answer melody oh god but yeah i did that and then i think i must have dropped it from there because it, <laughs> it wasn't great but then when i was like i think when i started doing like gcse music i realized that i wanted it to be completely focused on me writing songs like the composition stuff i really enjoyed not not when it was like classical stuff because i i I don't have the mental like capacity to do that, (laughs) but like, I know how I want things to sound. And I think I had a lot of unprocessed emotions and experiences that I didn't know how to kind of express. And then when I wrote my first song, it came out in five minutes and I played it for my teacher and he was like, did you just do that? I was like, yeah, kind of going through a hard time with my boyfriend right now. And I was like 15 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I just found that it was so easy for me to write about my feelings and yeah I guess that just grew and then I ended up recording like a little album when I was about 17 and then just put it on I paid for like I think I paid like 60 quid to get it on Spotify through like an online distributor and then one of the the worst song on the album got playlists playlisted (laughs) and it got like a million streams and I was like cool <laughs> wow <laughs> did, did you did you always find that that kind of you know being able to write particularly if you're writing if you're writing about personal experiences and things like that and you know pro you know whether it's processing different things did that come easy to you kind of like sort of you know kind of processing those, those kind of things through music or was that something that you had to kind of work on quite a lot or you know because because you know that can sometimes that kind of writing can be the most the most challenging I think Mm -hmm. I um I always do my lyrics first so I think it is like first and foremost a way for me to express how I'm feeling like it is like I do use it like I would use a diary um and I think it definitely because I tend to overthink things a lot and kind of just replay things in my head it started I think when yeah when I first started writing kind of seriously when I was like 17 it all happened because I would be lying in bed and I would not be able to sleep because I was just thinking about all these like things that were causing me anxiety and I would just write it all in my notes app before I went to sleep and then would wake up and try and make a song out of it Mm. um yeah I don't think I've ever written a song where I've done the music first yeah ever because i just yeah i just have too much to say (laughs) yeah i mean did you did you find that a lot of the music that you were listening perhaps at the time or or now or you know throughout that period was you know did you find that you were listening to a lot of music that was kind of based around quite confessional lyrics or kind of storyteller type lyricists or did it just so happen to be the case that that was the kind of music that you liked to write i'm just wondering if you were sort of inspired or influenced in any way by other songwriters who may take a, a similar approach to their lyrics, you know? Um, I feel like I can't really remember what I was listening to at the time, but like the annoying thing is I remember that I was going through my Glee phase and <laughs> I was watching so much Glee. Maybe this was a bit younger actually, but I remember watching Glee and like any time anyone had an issue with someone, they would sing a song to them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that must have like triggered something within me to be like, right, you've got a problem, you've got to think about it. Um, 
But yeah, I really, I really don't remember what I was listening to at the time. No, emo phase. It was my emo phase. Oh, okay. I was listening to My Chemical Romance mm. all the time, nonstop. Yeah. That was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, obviously we, we've spoken uh, about uh, collaborating with uh, with Dave on, on the tracks on this album. Um, but you, as you also mentioned as well, you'd collaborated with um, Julia from The Big Moon as well mm-hmm. on Easy Peeler. Is is there anyone else out there that you would like to sort of collaborate with or in talks to collaborate with, anything like that that might be on the Oof. horizon? Or um... I don't think, I don't think, I mean, I also worked with Jessica Winter on this album. We did like the two, the two pop songs, mm. big pop songs on the album I wrote with Jess because um, she's an amazing pop writer. She's very good at like, when I can't say something in a concise way, She's like, you literally don't need to say all that. Just say this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But um, yeah, I don't think there's anything planned in terms of collaborations, but I feel like my dream collaborator right now would be James Blake. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I feel like he's a very big influence and production-wise elite. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I also wanted to ask you about... Um, Killing Eve, because um, obviously <laughs> one of the tracks was, uh, was was recently used on the latest series of Killing Eve. Um, mm-hmm. How did that come about? And uh, and were you sort of already a fan of the show uh, when when that when that happened? My God, it is literally one of my favourite TV shows ever, like ever. And I got an email from um, my manager. <laughs> like it was a forwarded thing from the publisher just being like oh my god <laughs> and I was like <laughs> oh my god and then um yeah I I was obsessed with it I still am obsessed with it like mm. literally one of the best series I've ever seen um yeah when my song was on it honestly I was expecting like I was like oh it's probably just going to be like instrumental or it's probably going to be like 10 seconds and then to have the whole intro scene be the song was just like mind-blowing and because i know it's the last season ever i'm like yeah amazing honestly one of my favorite like achievements ever i feel like i'll talk about it for the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) were you aware of how much of the track was going to be used on it until like before you saw it no literally until quite until the day i watched the episode and then I saw it and I just, I could not believe it. I think I was with my girlfriend and my sister and they were just like, what? What the hell? <laughs> and then my mum and dad sent me a video of them watching it. And it was just so <laughs> sweet. They were both just staring at the screen like. <laughs> yeah, what, what's a real moment? So good. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, and what are your plans currently on the live uh, side of things? Do you have any uh, dates coming up or anything like that? I know you've uh, recently been out on the road with self-esteem. Um, yeah. And, and how was that, by the way? That was amazing. That was such a dream tour because it was like, we both have a very, like so many crossovers on our team. So yeah. like we have the okay. same manager, we have the same musical director who is self-esteem's drummer. Um we have the same tour manager, but then we ended up having to obviously get us another one. And um, my original tour manager, it was his best friend. So oh, okay. we had like, it was like a family tour. It was so good. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I am going on a headline tour in November, which I can't wait for. I'm very scared because I've never done a headline tour, but I'm so excited. Yeah, amazing. Oh, well, you know, really do wish you all the best with the record. And thank the you. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us. It's been, it's been really great having you Thanks on Thanks for having me. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.